0: Walter, upstairs. Are you all right?
1: In the floor behind the chair, this is America.
2: Does everybody know what time it is?
3: Fix it Radio. All right, it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560, myself, Dennis Brewster, on this. Uh, actually, not a bad Saturday morning here. It's actually no. pretty nice out today. Pretty
4: nice. It was nice driving in. It was a lot of people on the uh, are not on the roads. It was nice. It's a little quieter morning this morning. Yeah, a little chilly, though. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, though. And it's going to get colder. Today.
3: Yeah, we're going to have a little weather coming in tonight and I believe tomorrow. So, uh, you know, just be ready. It's not that big of a deal. Just be ready. No. No big, I mean, no it's big deal. It's
4: Colorado. We've. Used to
3: it. All right, Fix-It Radio, any questions you've got for around-the-house projects, fix-up things, you name it, we're here to help. 303-477-5600. Also, question of the day, the best home accessory you've ever purchased. Now, some of you may find like that, you know, as seen on TV and you bought something that was really great around the house, but thinking a little bit maybe larger than that, What, you know, what's a really great thing you bought for your house at whatever point in time? Where you're just like, I couldn't live without that today. What is, you know, I'm not talking refrigerator or even, I heard an ad today of, do you remember back when the first microwave came out? I'm not talking about that either, because actually I can remember when the first microwave came out. Yeah. Well, or at least when we as a family got one. Yeah. I should say. The first microwave was clear in the early 60s, but they didn't become popular till, you know, early, mid-70s, roughly, I want to say. Yeah. So, something along those lines. So, what's something that you bought that you just now if you didn't have it couldn't live without 303 477
4: what's what's yours
3: man i don't know there's so many now you know modern conveniences i will tell you that uh i mean one thing that and after doing it i've i've loved it if you don't have it um to me it's almost uh, a have to nowadays and are not that expensive is the garage door openers and i know some people are going to be critical because you think Big Brother's watching and all that, but I love the garage door opener with the Wi-Fi capability where you have an app and you no longer need the door remote. You can just open and close yeah. it all off yeah. the phone. It's To me, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I love them.
4: Yeah, We just had that installed.
3: It's great. You can, the, nice thing, the thing I yeah. like about it is you can see You know, if if you forget to leave the door, you know, if you forget and leave and the door, you know, something happened and you weren't paying attention, the door didn't close all the way, you know, you can you can see that, uh, you know, if you need to let somebody in or out, there's, you know, for me personally, with all the different things I have going on with my business and all of that, sometimes I need to let somebody in or out of the garage gives you the ability to actually do that. Uh, and with all Whoa. the modern camera systems we have today, you can you can literally control your home from anywhere, which is really nice. That's why
4: Wi-Fi has been kind of cool. Yes, you know, and and they say, oh, you could be hacked or something. Everything could be hacked. Yeah, there's all but, sorts of
3: things. Yeah. Oh, tar- Charlie's got one. This is a good one too, by the way. My Roomba robot. It goes places I don't want to go, and it doesn't complain. Best money I ever spent on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What yeah. is one of those yeah. home accessories? and in Charlie's case, Roomba, uh, whatever that happens to be, three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. 477 5600 And by the way, there's some really good ones, and here's the, here's the thing. If you can get on the phone now— or On air, I should say, with us and share some of these. Well, now you're helping somebody else that might actually find benefit in that item as well. And some think, folks don't oh, even know about it. I didn't even think of that. The room is a great item, yeah, by the yeah. way. I, yeah, I, I'll second that one, Charlie. Yeah,
4: but Wi-Fi has just been great because like, oh. I can do my my cameras, my security system. Yes. I can drive away and then go. Oh, I'm going to check my. I can check my cameras. Yes. I can turn on my alarm. I can turn off my alarm. Oh, my daughter's going over there. I'll yep. unlock it so she can go
3: in. Well said. Yeah. All right, John and Shane has an answer for us as well. John, welcome.
4: John, hey John, is this John the liberal who drives an
5: electric car? This
3: is me, the liberal John. <laughs> no,
5: I'm just teasing you. Are you still getting a hard time on uh on your email?
3: Uh no it, it died down. Actually it kinda of reversed, John. I had you know, in the in the oh, okay. beginning stages I had several folks that were, you know, upset and thought I was a liberal and then some other folks came and rallied and said, Hey, I you know, I agree with a lot of what you're saying and no you're not and so you know, it, it goes both ways. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I, I was just enjoying all week because you were having some bad days.
3: Oh, you know, it's, it's called life, right? <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, we used to have a saying in the military: if they ain't shooting at you, it's a good day.
3: Yeah, that's good. There you go. Yes, <laughs> yes.
5: All right. Best thing I bought for my house since I moved out here was my wood pellet stove.
4: Oh yeah. I cut, yeah.
5: I cut my heating bill from. I was. I'm all electric for heating. So I was hitting five six hundred a month in the winter, and I'm down to the electric bill is like two hundred. Nice. And the pellets are like nice. A bag of pellets a day, and they're like five bucks a bag. If you buy a whole pallet, you know you could get them a little cheaper. But yeah. you know I don't have the storage room for a whole pallet yet, so.
3: That's pretty cool. And fifteen bags at a time. And the, and just for everybody but, listening, those things and John, you can attest to this, man. Are they efficient and do they work?
4: Now they're they're oh, really wow. efficient because now like I just oh, okay. helped a guy yesterday or 2 days ago I helped a guy put one into his house and it actually has a thermostat that goes across the room and when you turn on the stove it's supposed to it sees that and it's supposed to get the room that that warm yep isn't that crazy yeah,
5: and the the one I bought if I wanted to I could wire a thermostat into it um and set that thermostat and it would come on and off as necessary right. I haven't done that because you know it but To heat the house, I mean, in no time it warms up where it's located, and then I just open a few doors, and it'll heat the whole house. Oh yeah, way quicker. That's nice. Cheaper than the electricity. Nice. And hey, and John, I'm like you, I'm a greenie because that's a renewable energy source.
3: Yes, it is, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I went
5: to the. There's a that is hilarious. There's a factory just outside of Rapid City, and I went by, and all they do is they. Take sawdust and compress it.
3: So nice. really, so really, they are. I mean, so in. I mean, to be, you know, not saying we're green or whatever the case may be, John. <laughs> no, but you I know, to, to take something that typically would either get to tossed the or gone to land. Yeah, you, know, you who knows where it goes, and then to yeah. you know have that made into pellets, you can heat your home with. What a great idea!
5: Yeah, and you know, when I was a kid, I worked in a butcher shop, and that was the only time I ever saw sawdust. Was we threw it on the floor to absorb the blood when mm. they would mm-hmm. butcher it in yeah. the
3: eat. Right,
5: <laughs> but John, I got a window. Okay, so real quick for everybody I,
3: listening, for everybody listening, what what's the yeah. average cost of you know doing something along those lines? So if somebody wanted to you know they've got a mountain home or even something down here where you know they want to cut some of those bills back and they can do that with a pellet stove. What's the average cost of one?
5: All right, this one cost me sixteen hundred.
3: Okay, yeah.
5: Okay, and I, I, John, I, one of the things I am is handy. I did the whole install myself. they yeah. okay, easy. Followed the in- you know, step-by-step instructions, um, bought it, read the book, realized I had to um, make sure you have the right clearances from the walls and everything. And then the other thing I did is I tiled the corner that I set it in. Yeah. So that uh, ceramic tile on the floor and on the two walls reflects the heat back into the room a little more than the drywall that would absorb it. Right. And, you know, if you... If you don't have that skill set, you know, you can hire somebody. There's a, there's a guy in Cheyenne, and I think he charges about 500 600 for the install if you want him to do it start okay. to finish. Which isn't, you know. No, that's not bad at all. Out, he's going to spend two, three hours. And the things weigh. That's the biggest thing, is when I bought right. mine, it was when my son-in-law and my daughter were visiting. I made sure they were there to help me get it in the house because it weighed almost 300
3: pounds. Got it. Right. Got it. Yeah. So, Makes total sense. And he okay, so get it in the house. So, th- so those of you listening, <laughs> and some of you, by the way, in some of the fringe areas, even, I mean, if you've got, let's face it, John, if you've got good natural gas, our gas is really pretty cheap, so that's not a huge issue. But oh, yeah. we've got folks that are listening to us that, like you, are running on either a lot of electric or, or propane. propane or yeah. things along those lines. So the pellet stove really, really does come in handy.
4: I got one.
5: Yeah. And- and like I said, it's once you get it in and installed and everything, just the one thing that they say, like the one I got and a guy I knew put one in and he had trouble, if you're above a certain altitude, you have to increase the size of the exhaust and the air intake vent. And this guy didn't do it. Makes sense. He was sense. having nothing but problems. And I said, hey, did you increase the size like it said in the book? He goes, oh, I didn't see that. I should read your book again. And yeah. they they up the exhaust and the air intake by one inch if you're okay. above, I think, five thousand feet in elevation or six thousand feet. I can't remember what the exact number was, but it was one of those things where you know the little idiosyncrasies. But if you're up in the mountains at eight nine thousand feet, you definitely want that little bigger chimney.
4: Yeah, agree. And the nice
5: yeah. and the nice thing is, is it goes straight out through the wall. Got yes. a chimney going up with a vent. You you know you can screw it right into the side of the house with a couple of mounting brackets. It wasn't hard to
3: do. Okay, so here's one. I got somebody that just, actually, good friends of mine, uh, Nova, some of my Novus folks up north said their accessory is like you, John, the pellet stove, but they burn corn in it.
4: Yeah, because they could yeah. take either one. Right. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. And that
5: is, well, the one I have, it said don't burn corn. So some are ultimate.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. You
5: know, and that's fine. Because the way I look at it is, um, you know, the pellets are so cheap and they're, yeah. like I said, they're a renewable resource. So, you know, it makes kind of makes you feel good when you're a conservative that does a little to help the planet.
3: <laughs> no, that's awesome! Great, 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 uh, yeah. great answer, John. Appreciate it. Good stuff, and man. Enjoy your so weekend. Talk I, to you soon. I Thank think, you. Hey, nope, you're I had good. A question. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, a, Keep going. Oh.
5: Yeah, I got to replace some windows. I got, we, you know, we had a hundred and five mile an hour right. gust last week, and my windows—I've got single hungs with triple track um, um, storm windows over it—and I still get air leaking. And everything I'm reading online says the best windows to seal up are casement. And any opinion?
3: Yes, I would agree what? with
5: that. Oh, okay. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> okay, just so. Yes. Yeah, so I got to
3: get a. Co- and, and either you know, at that point, you don't think you need to go triple pane if you did if you did it that way. But the, a good modern casement window, double pane, you know, mm-hmm. a solid you know solid quality double pane, casement window. Yes, I, I think you'd, you you don't know, are you going to seal everything up totally? You know, John, that really comes back to what you just said on the stove. It comes down to the installer side of the fence. If they get everything sealed around the outer edges and and there's no air leaks around the you know the moldings right. and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to find yourself. Uh, very, you know, very solid, very sealed up. I mean, at my house, I can get the 70, 80-mile-an-hour winds as well, and I have very little to no air coming through.
5: Okay. That's, yeah, because I've got single-hung uh, single, uh, uh, single hung windows, and I they they just leak. Like, yes. Like, the other day, 65-mile-an-hour. Well, you know and what, we, you know, spe- speaking of windows, modern
3: conveniences, man alive, have we come a long way on windows from what they used to be.
5: Oh, absolutely. That is one thing. Modern
3: technology, got to give credit where credit's due. Holy cow, our our windows today better than they were. Even, John, even 10, 15 years ago, they're better. Yep. All
5: right, John, thanks. Have a great weekend. You too,
3: man. I appreciate it very much. Spartacus, hang tight. We'll get your question of the day in a moment. We'll take our first break. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Question of the day is the best home accessory you've ever purchased. And we will get into is it better to move? Or fix what you own. We'll talk about that in a moment as well. We'll be right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.
6: Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 500 Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where a reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, equal credit lender.
2: Paul Leuenberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Leuenberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Your company is bleeding time and money, and John Rush will
0: find those leaks. You're too stuck in day-to-day weeds to step back and see the big picture. You need a qualified, experienced business coach to take stock of your expenses and see where you and your employees are wasting time and money. John firmly believes that every business owner needs a coach because you're too close to the situation to be objective. Email John now and make more money. John at Rush to
3: All right, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560, myself, Dennis Brewster.
4: Yeah, hang on before you take the next yeah, caller, Spartacus, hang in there for a second. I have a, I have a wood pellet stove that I've had since for, not, for 27 years. And as long as you take care of them, clean them every year, wow. oil everything, and, and clean out the pipe, you know what? They just last. Wow. And I know a lot of people that are getting rid of them for some reason right now, so you can probably buy one. Like this one guy wants to sell one for 50 bucks and it was good he just upgraded his though so he got a brand new one so he's the one that got one that i just helped um, pull it into his house because it was so heavy and he's got thermostats he has to put around the house that it'll turn on and shut off and run heat up to whatever temperature you set it to got it but uh, mine isn't that fancy nice. nice but i tell you what it's nice when you're cold and you go stand in front of it and you feel that blowing at there at your back or something it's they're pretty 27 nice. 27 years. 27 years. Good if job. you take
3: care of something, good job. it'll last. Spartacus, you're up. What's going on? Good morning, gentlemen. What a stupendous day. How you doing? Doing very well. Doing Agreed. Good.
7: A couple things. Uh, it seems trivial to the gals, but I bought this garage door light, and it's 4,000 lumens, and there's a light bar every 120 degrees,
3: and man, does it light up the ground. You no, know, I've seen those. I've had people... Talk about those. I have I've not I don't own one. I, I should check that out, I guess. Well,
7: what is it? It just screws in to a normal globe receptacle like you have in your garage. Almost looks like an LED and
3: fan, right?
7: Yeah, there's three bars every 120 degrees. But I like it so much, I showed it to this friend of mine moving in from Chicago, the former CFO of the federal prison system. He goes, man, that's cool. So I got him one for a closing gift when he closed last week. But then, uh, nice. in addition to the awesome. lights, it's a really cool deal. These uh, This little solar light that lows cells, it's like maybe six inches by two inches solar power, and it goes up either with an easy or a couple screws. And the cool thing about it, I'm just using it one in front of the garage, one in front of the porch. It's on low until the motion sensor senses someone and then, boom, lights up right as day. And that's kind of cool because when somebody comes up in the middle of the night, it'll take care of most of the people that think there's a camera attached to it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. So
7: anyway, those are my two thoughts.
3: Good one. Good ones, by the way. Appreciate that. And Thanks.
7: Last thing I like are these new water sensors for utility room with the water heater that may break while you're away. Ditto underneath uh, washing machines, kitchen sinks, anything with a supply line. And they have the ability on your phone, first of all, it will automatically turn off the water with a solenoid, incoming water. And that turns out to be one of the biggest damage claims every year is water. I agree.
3: I, you know, another one of those items I've seen and I should probably invest in, that's actually a great item. Yeah. And some of those I've noticed, right. too, they actually, you don't have to do any plumbing or anything along those lines. It's actually a strong enough little, you know, gear mechanism where, you know, if you've got, which everybody has, a ball valve to shut the water off to the house, it's actually got a, enough power where it can actually turn the ball valve off if it senses a leak.
7: Right. Well, this is far more elegant because any other time we've been gone for two or three days, I shut the water down the whole house because even something as simple as a ice maker line. A friend up in Woodmore Monument, he was uh, gone for like two months to Alaska. He had just spent like eighty grand doing a new kitchen. This was a few years ago, and that water supply line, the ice maker went, took out the whole kitchen, everything underneath Mm -hmm. in the basement. It was a big, big hundred
3: twenty Yeah, that's all fine and dandy unless you have hot water heat. And you yeah, gotta leave it on. Not so much. <laughs> yep, I agree. And and, again, that's, show, and that's where this device, where it senses you know any kind of moisture and then shuts everything off, is not a bad way to go. Yep. Appreciate so. your show, Jeff. No, appreciate it too very much. I appreciate that. Good stuff. So, what is one of those items that you've bought? One of those home accessory items that today you could not live without? And it could be something mechanical, like we've talked. Could be something. With the HVAC, like we've talked a moment ago with pellet stoves, or you name it, 303-477-5600, or text us, 307 200 Lots of items, by the way. Yeah. We live in a nice modern age where, yeah. let's face it, we are spoiled.
4: Yeah. I can't wait for it to snow, so I can use my snowblower. I got this track drive snowblower Toro, big old thing that I just got, because I can't plow right. down my driveway, because I got... Well cuz I got a fence on both sides. It wasn't very smart for me to put that fence on both sides of the of the driveway cuz then I got nowhere to push the snow. But I could throw it over the fence with the snowblower, and it does. <laughs> it's it it's kind of cool cuz you pull back on a lever and it lifts up enough so you can go over a gravel driveway. Oh,
3: and no, that's good.
4: Yeah. Yeah, even though I want to pave it here real bad and
3: that's another nice modern yeah. accessory.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Pavement. But yeah. but, yeah. I'd rather concrete it, but, yeah. That's a, little a bit hard fun.
3: surface, I guess we could say. That's also nice. Yeah,
4: hard surface. But this is fun to, to, to do because it also it has these little knobs on each side of the handle, and you just turn it, and it stops the track drive from going on one side, and it pivots around it. Very cool. Oh, it's so, it's what so could, easy.
3: what could you not live without?
4: I don't know. There's a lot of things. Me too. Yeah, I'm spoiled. I mean, I
3: me too. I love yeah. heat, I love electricity, yeah. I love modern plumbing. I yeah. mean, I love all yeah. of it. Yeah. And I, see
4: what I am we spoiled. live out in the country and a lot of times we lose power. So it, you really appreciate yeah, the when you running it. toilet and, yeah, when you have it. But we also prepare for that so we so with you knowing
3: Bill at Arc Electric, by the way, one yeah. of our fine sponsors, Bill yeah. at Arc, no generator
4: not yet. I, I do have a generator there, but I don't have it plugged into my power source. Yeah, I, mean, I would
3: think the connection you've got there, you know, I just know. get one put in.
4: I know. I talked to him about to. it. i got
3: to talk to yeah, Bill and get it. Yeah. I just have to stop long enough but to get Bill out to do it. Generators
4: are hard to find right now. I know. That's a issue. Everybody's buying them I
3: know. Yeah. I know. Again, what's the question of the day is, what's the best home accessory you've ever purchased? 303-477-5600. Bill and Centennial, you're next.
8: Yeah, I think mine, you touched on it a little earlier. I think it's just Wi Fi in general. Right. So much stuff is being used by Wi Fi. I have a doorbell, one of those Wi Fi yes. doorbells. Yes. I love it to death. I think it's really great. Hey, getting back to the guy I called in a while ago about the um, LED light for the garage yes. when you screw it in, and yes. it looks like a little fan or something. There's a guy on YouTube uh, who has tested like 10 different models and 10 different brands you can buy them from lowe's home depot everywhere else right and he was showing you the pluses and minuses on some of them some of them don't work in colder areas colder garages some of them buzz something like that so i think they're around 35 to 40 bucks
3: but so what you're saying bill is like anything else there's a difference in quality
8: That's correct. That's correct. And you you get what you pay for. But if you go on YouTube, and I don't know the guy's name, and he tests, like I said, about uh, six or ten of them. I can't remember how many of them in a garage. Actually, it was in a garage. Mm -hmm. And he showed you how much light output. And some of them were on like a delay, like a one-second delay. And some of them put out a blue haze. and, And some of them give you a headache if you use it to work on your cars while you're doing it. So... You know, oh, that's good info. Own, so
4: to oh, that's yeah. really good info. I don't need anything else to give me a headache when yeah, I work on a car. I got enough already, <laughs> yeah. Bill.
3: I don't need any more. Good yeah. one. <laughs> good show, guys. Thanks, thanks Bill. Yeah. I appreciate it very much. And no, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't need to. Enough headaches when you're out in the garage. It is typically. I don't need another one from the light. That's that's a great point, though. And uh, thanks for that tip. And yeah. and uh, those of you that maybe have owned some of those, Dennis has some up right now. Tell us the different. Yeah. brands that you have specifically used, and you know, we'll give somebody a free plug. If it's something you've used, it works. You know it works. You've had great luck with it. We don't have any of the issues that uh, Bill was just mentioning a moment ago. Either call in and tell us or send us a text message. The phone number here, 303-477-5600 or 307-200-8222, 307 200 Eighty-two twenty-two. So I, again, question of the day: the best home accessory you've ever purchased? A lot of I, good ideas, by the way.
4: I was going to change out my bulbs in my uh, garage. I have these four foot. There's four of them in it in a ballast situation. I was going to change them to LED, but it's probably cheaper to just get those rid of those and put the LEDs in.
3: You know, just thinking out loud here a moment ago too. Uh, one of the other things that I have, re- I think I would have a hard time living without is the auto locks where you've got locks on your house you no longer need a key for. You've oh. got the push-button code to get in and out.
4: Oh, I don't have that. I go no. through the garage all the time, oh, so there's I never –
3: they're just they're – fan- huh. they're fantastic. Really? So, yeah, I've got, like, for my shop, I have, a, you know, a, a door code to get in my shop. Oh, yeah, I
4: do that at the and shop. I yeah, that. so
3: I have this at my shop at home. And so, you oh, know, instead of having to carry a key around and everything, you just rock yeah. out there, push the code, and it's unlocked, and off you go. It's It's great.
4: Well, the ones I had, you, you have a little key fob, and you just walk up. And it That's kind of cool
3: too. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm not that fancy on mine. I just don't <laughs> have to punch the code yeah. in, but still. But,
4: and I gave one to each one of the employees, Great and I idea. knew who was there. It gives me a record of who's there and who's going and coming. Some of
3: the remote lock systems, much like we've yeah. been talking about with you know Wi-Fi and all the other things. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it has made things so much nicer along yeah. those lines. That not
4: to carry a key is yeah, huge. Yeah, I,
3: you know, I, I can't tell you the last time I pulled a key out of my pocket because most every place I go home business and so on it's all it's all electronic hmm. I, I don't I don't pull a key out anymore hmm. coming in the station here there's a code for the door I mean yeah. I, I don't I, I can't remember the last time I actually pulled a key out of my pocket to open a lock huh. just don't do it that often anymore right and I have one lock at home I'm just thinking of right now that I think I'm going to change <laughs> now that we're talking about it.
4: Yeah, I'm sitting here going through my head with all – I'm writing all these things down.
3: Oh, they're great. We're, we
4: got some improvements coming, Pam. They're, they're great. I'm
3: in, And, folks, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, and there's a lot of different brands on the market. I yeah. mean, there is literally every lock company. So, uh, you know, Quickset, uh, Schlage, I mean, go down the list. They've all got – and there's lots of other uh, companies out there besides the lock companies. But all the lock companies have got their sort of, you know, claim to fame on – how they do it and i will tell you after owning them now for five six years or maybe even longer than that i was probably one of the first ones to even have one uh they you know they are worth their weight in gold
4: mm-hmm. well you know speaking of wi-fi you know the other things you can get is a thermostat that's a wi-fi control and you can from your phone and you uh, can I adjust your temperature
3: yes thank you that was another item that yeah. you know at this point in time I, could, I i do my shop the same way so i could look you know i can look at my phone right now and tell you what the Temperature is. Temperature in the shop is. And, you know, I need to turn it up, turn it down, you know, whatever the situation. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool features out now, folks. And that's all kind of the smart home technology. Maybe one of these days we'll actually do just a show on, smart, you know, the smart homes, get Bill in, from Arc Electric, talk about all that. Sometimes those things need to be wired in directly. There's lots of... Lots of wiring with it. Lots of things that go on with that. So we'll do that. The smart home technology... Has really come a long ways, and and to Bill's point a moment ago, even the, the, you know the ring, that you know the doorbell cameras, the things security wise, Dennis mentioned that earlier yeah. too, used to be you had to be, you know, really pretty wealthy to have a really nice camera system at your house to yeah. be able to monitor things going on. Those days are gone. Yep. You know, and I put you you can do a camera system, literally a couple camera systems for 150 bucks.
4: Yeah, I, I even did it less. I have a um, security system, right? And they, it comes with two cameras, mm-hmm. and I have one in the garage, and I have one facing our stop sign. That's because we live on a corner, and right. we have four acres, and it's shooting down there. And the reason being is because people run through my fence. That way, well, you can tell who it is. I just had that happen. This kid ran through my fence, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And I look at the truck, and then I, I, you know, I go to do something in the garage, and I realize somebody's been here. Right. And so I go. To the front door, and there, and behold, he had put a note on there saying, "I did run into your fence. Oh, I'm nice. so sorry." Good for so, him. yeah, and I, I gave him grace at that because he called and let me know. I said, "That's all right. I'm going to fix it. I keep posts around and, right. and boards around because people are always running through my fence." But, Good for you. But having the camera was yep. helpful because then I you. was able to see it and identify it, and I can call uh, them up
3: again. They, we've come so far on that, folks. Yeah. It's it. Again, we'll do a show here in the near future on. Uh, just the smart home technology give you some ideas on what to even buy and, and, and I'm not joking, literally you could get a you know two camera system right now, yeah. most any place for one hundred and fifty bucks yep. or so. No monitoring, you know, you're yep. not paying a monthly fee after the fact. Yep. They you know they include a lot of those things with that initial price and it I mean they're they're nice. They work I,
4: I do have mine monitored. Because we live out in the country, I just don't know, if, and that way there I can have the fire department show up, or the police right. can show up, or whatever. A lot but I system, can also...
3: A lot of these newer systems now will enable you to do that. Yeah. There's a small fee that they, yeah. they charge you for not that, much. but it's not much. No, so, it's not again, much. So we'll, we'll put some of that together in the near future, go over that. We come back. Again, question of the day, the best home accessory you've ever purchased, and then Dennis and I are also going to talk about, when is it time to move and or fix what you own and not move? We'll talk about those things in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.
2: Your home insurance should include the stuff inside your house, too. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance, remains one of very few agents who will sit down with you and ask specific, detailed questions, making sure that in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. After a fire, you won't only need a new place to live, you'll also need to replace your gun collection and your jewelry. In those situations, you don't want to work with an agent you found online. You want to talk to someone who knows you someone who will take the initiative to call and see how you're doing. Even in less disastrous situations, such as accidentally dropping your wedding ring down the sink, the proper coverage with Paul will make you financially whole. Paul Leuenberger can't relieve the emotional loss of a family heirloom, but he will make sure that you can replace your possessions at their full financial value. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Take
6: AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, has been offering the Asset Manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30 People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from $100,000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, equal credit lender.
9: Roof Max in South Aurora keeps your roof going strong with roof rejuvenation modern asphalt shingles are manufactured with less oil than they used to be so they dry out sooner leaving them brittle and unable to expand and contract with the extreme temperature swings especially here on the front range where your roof handles high elevation sun uv exposure and severe spring and summertime storms along with more than twice the national average snowfall your shingles wear out even faster roof rejuvenation with roof max could save you up to 85 percent just one application of their all-natural bio oil immediately adds five years to your roof guaranteed with up to three applications every five years roof max could help your roof last 15 years longer save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it call dave hart with roof max in south aurora now at 303-710-6916 all
3: right folks hey you just heard a moment ago too from uh, dave hart roof max and uh there's kind of a misconception i think when it comes to roofing and that you can only do it when it's warm outside well in Dave's case, as long as it's above about 42 degrees or so, which right now it's 30, so it's a little chilly today. But if it's above 40 degrees, he can literally do the roof max treatment and get your roof freshened up, and away you go. We'll talk about that when it comes to, you know, do you fix things up and move or or, or stay, I should say, or do you move and sell. Anyways, yeah. Charlie mentioned something a moment ago, too, uh, during the break we wanted to talk about, which is, the ductless AC systems also oh now that are out. Yes. Which, if some of you, they're AC and heat. it's an HVAC system, so it does both. And if you, some of you listening, don't realize what that is, I just encourage you go find a good HVAC person that knows those systems. Mitsubishi is a huge manufacturer of of ductless systems. They were they're very popular uh, overseas, and they made it to the U.S. And if you've got a you know smaller Oh, I don't know. Just a smaller room you're trying to, you know, like a room out in your shop, or you've got a, a guest house or a cabin, even. I mean, whatever it happens to be, uh, these things are slicker than snot and work, and they, they do work everything so good. Oh, they're not, yeah. and they are—they are darn near maintenance-free. where yeah. you don't have to hardly do anything with them, right. and boy, do they work! They're awesome. Yes, they really they are. Now, Charlie also mentioned something else that we should. Say, I know it goes to my show during the week, but a lot of you listening probably understand this. Uh, We in this country enjoy a lot of these what I call first world creature comforts because of capitalism. Right. It's because of that, you know, wanting to get to market or being first to market and then everybody else kind of seeing what was done and maybe even doing it better, but realizing there's a market there for that. Capitalism, folks, has created the majority of what we're talking about, even on the home security camera systems, for example, you know, again, we talked years ago, you yeah. know, you would have to spend oh, $1,500 or I can remember Dennis back in the day getting estimates to even do my business of $10,000 right. or more right. to do a full camera system, right. you know, videotape back in those days, you know, a loop VCR tape and all that kind of stuff, or and it had, went to a hard drive eventually. Yeah. And, and you had
4: all these tapes. I did that. And my yep. first system was five grand. Right. Yeah,
3: to, today literally, folks, you can do that for five hundred. Yes, I'm not exaggerating, yes. and
4: it's on a DVD or a, no, or it's, it's even in the a cloud. hard. Dr- it's in the cloud, most, right? Most cases right. in the cloud. You don't right. do anything. Yeah. So,
3: so again, folks, it, it has come so far, yeah. and Charlie is correct. It is because of capitalism and, and the fact of the country that we live in that we have a lot of these amenities that we have
4: now. It's great. Yeah, and and you know what happens is because so many people want to do this, yep. all these other companies come in there. Now you have a choice. That's right. So it brings down the price. It's not just
3: one choice. There's no. multiples. Yes. All right. So when is it time to move versus fixing up what you own? And, and I, I I will tell you, folks, no matter what you read, this isn't as cut and dried as right. a lot of folks may, may think. First things first, what I like doing, and I've been doing this even when it comes to you know, my cabin up in the mountains, and do I rebuild? Do I buy something else? You know, how do I make that happen? And for me personally, and I know there's a lot of different ways to do this, but I'm a visual sort of an individual. Call me old school, I guess, even though I'm as technologically advanced and most people that know me, Dennis, knows that I'm, I'm almost a paperless kind of a guy with one exception. When it comes to figuring these sorts of things out, I still like getting a legal pad out. I like putting on, you know, the pro on one side, the con on the other. And so you say, okay, if I stay, what's the pros and cons? And you literally just start listing out, you know, here's all the pros, you know, don't have to move, you name it. All these different things that you could go through and, and talk about on the pro side. You know, I'm familiar with the house. I know the house. So on and so forth. You go through this entire list and you put your pros down. And then you also put the cons down. Okay, well, I need to fix X or I need to do X or this needs upgraded or we're going to have to remodel this or, you know, here's one of the things I don't like about the current house that I live in. Maybe it's a floor plan layout. Yeah. Maybe it's not big enough. Maybe it's too big. I mean, all these different things. Yep. You put your pros and cons down and then you say, okay, well, if I were to move to a house that I really enjoy, that I think would really fit me, what are all those pros? Yeah. And then on top of that, and this is where – I'm probably even a little different than most realtors. I will also say, where do you want to live that's going to be your biggest pro? Do you want to move to the mountains? Do you want to move to the country? Do you want to live in the suburbs? Do you want to live in in a downtown you know area because it's closer to where you work? I mean, you you are the one that has to judge that. You want to live closer to the grandkids or the kids in general or whatever or the you situation. Be, you don't want
4: to be too close to them. You know? oh, yeah. yeah, or you want to be yeah. close
3: to a particular school yeah. that your kids go to or yeah. whatever it is. You You are the only one that can decide that. Now, the only thing that I will say when it comes to—this has always been me—when it comes to the school thing— and I know this is big for a lot of people, but it never has been for me. I've never chosen a house based upon a school or a school district.
4: No, I never either. Because
3: I always looked at the kids are going to move on. Right, You know, they're only home for a certain amount of time. I'm going to be there long after the kids are gone, typically, and I'm not going to move just because the kids graduate high school. Right, So I've never based where I live upon that and that alone. I know with realtors that's a big deal, and you'll see that in a lot of the listings of homes. It's in X school district, one of the top, you know, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? To me, that's – I know I'm weird. But to me, that's a non-issue. I did different things with my kids in schooling anyway, so we did the driving thing anyways. It didn't make any difference. I based what I wanted on where were my businesses. In other words, where was I going for work? What kind of community did I want to live in? All those other factors came into play. And again, you put that on that paper with your pros and cons because here's what I'll tell you when it comes to realtors. They will typically... I don't have a sponsor right now, so I'll say it. Typically, realtors will send you in a direction that benefits them more than it benefits you. Not always. I know there's some good realtors that really are looking out for the client, but in general, and keep this in mind, all of us are humans, realtors included. They are typically in the back of their mind saying, well, hey, if I could could get this house sold versus that house sold – If this is my own listing and I make a higher commission and, 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 well, of course, they're going to, even if they don't know they're doing it subconsciously, that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to gravitate you towards that particular situation versus the others. And I'm not saying that's bad. It just is what it is. It's life, folks. This is how this works. So I've never relied on a realtor to tell me where to live. So once I get that list put together of if you're thinking of moving, the next thing I've always done is you go hop in the car and go drive those areas.
4: Right. See what's in that area. Go drive them.
3: Yeah. You, and, and go, you know, you, you can look for for sale signs, not for sale signs. I mean, you just you just go look around. Because here's the other thing that can happen sometimes. If you, if you find a house that you really like, uh, what keeps you from dropping a letter in the mail to them saying, hey, I really like your house. I may be a potential buyer. If you've ever thought about selling it, let me know. Yeah. Here's worse they can say, no, Yeah, I don't want to sell. Yeah. What what did you lose, a stamp? Yeah. And in this case, yes, you have to use snail mail because you don't know who it is. You, I mean, yeah. you can go to the public records, and I realize, look, a lot of this information. But you're not going to get email addresses yeah. and all that sort of stuff from public records. I mean, you can, but you, you know easiest thing to do would be, hey, here's the address. I know where it's at. I know the zip code. I'll just pop a
4: letter in, you know. And you know what? That's so great because it might be a person that's sitting there going, I wonder if we should move or we should do this. And then all of a sudden they get this. What would we sell our house for? Or what would we be able to sell our house? Is anybody even interested right now? Well, And here's then, the other thing boom. that can
3: happen on that, not to cut all the realtors out, but I'm, I'm helping you guys out as listeners. I don't have a realtor sponsor, so it's really not a big issue to me as, as far as how I say this. And that's another world that's changing that I'll talk about in a moment as well. But on the realtor side, or on this particular transaction side, now all you do is go find a transaction broker, attorney, somebody, they Kevin Flesh, somebody yeah. along those lines, yeah. and have them actually do all your paperwork. And guess what? The seller, because that's who usually pays the realtor fees, that seller just saved anywhere from, you know, four to six points. Yeah percent yeah. I should yeah. say, 4 to 6% on the sale of the home. Yeah. So in that case, could you buy the house for a little less money and everybody nets the same when it's all said and done?
4: Yeah, probably.
3: Everybody's happy at the Everybody's end of the day. Everybody's happy. So again, folks, there's ways to do this that most people don't think there. Everybody thinks that automatically, i have got to go find a realtor. No. No, there's a lot of this legwork you can do on your own and, and kind of figure out where do you want to live, where do, you, where do you want to go, what do you want to do, and so on. Now, the other thing that I know is going to change, and I'm going to get one of my uh, good realtor friends on at some point to talk about this, the whole real estate market and how things are done when it comes to the selling and buying of homes, I believe, is going, it's already changing. Yeah. And it's going to change in the future. And I'm here to tell you, folks, that these realtors that are out there charging anywhere from 5 to 7% to sell your home, uh, and if somebody wants to call in and, and talk about this, feel free 303 477 5600. But that's going to change. Yes. I already know somebody on the realtor side that will list your house. For a half a point now, if another realtor comes along and sells it, there's some, you know, there's some things that have to happen there to make sure the other realtor is paid as well. But folks, we're living in a day and age now where you can literally, if you get with the right individuals, you can sell your house for, you know, anywhere from a half to one and a half percent. None of this five six percent deal. Yep. And it exists. It, it can happen.
4: I can tell you this, Pam and I, when we first went to buy our first house, we were told how much we can spend, and I'm like, that's not true, and and. We didn't go through and get, you know, pre-qualified or anything like that. But what we did, we took her dad's advice and he says, just drive around the neighborhood, like mm-hmm. you were saying, and find the house. We found an open house and we, we went in and looked at it. And then we went back and made an offer and wound up buying that house without a realtor right. involved, except for the one that was for them. And then when we went to sell, we sold it by owner. We didn't have a realtor involved. We did exactly what you're talking about. Yep. And then we just had someone do the sale. Yep. We, right. Somebody
3: texted in. Good stuff, by the way. Thank you. I can't live without my basic shower with basic temperature-adjusting control. I enjoy having all of the house windows tinted. also have a dual NVR HD camera system from Security Camera Warehouse, and my favorite camera is the PTZ. I've mounted on the peak of the garage. The company has free lifetime tech support, and I have needed support many times because I installed the system myself. Okay, so there you go, folks. There's a great idea yeah. for you. And by the way, I will take some of these suggestions, like I said mm-hmm. earlier. We'll piece that together and maybe just do a show on yes, that end of great. things all by itself, so great. we can give some yeah. of these, uh, you know, some of this information out that way. But yeah. uh, no, back to the buying and selling of homes, folks. Only you know. If you should stay or sell. And sometimes, folks, you know, you sell for all sorts of different reasons. You're yeah. downsizing. You're upsizing. You just want to move to a different location. You're tired of where you're living currently in regards to the climate that's going on. It's Maybe too big. To, or, or it's too cold or it's too hot. I or mean, it's
4: too big. The house is too big now. You don't have any kids living with you. It's just you and your all wife. All sorts
3: of things happen. Yeah. So, again, folks, uh, as I said earlier, this is, how, this is how I've always done it and the same thing you can do.
4: And now here's another thing. That, here's a trend that's starting to happen. We've noticed it in our neighborhood is people are moving in together. The parents are coming yes, to move with the yes, fa- with well the set. kids. You know, because we have my mother-in-law with, living with us. But we're one of about five mm-hmm. people out there that that's happening to yep. right now.
3: Another, another change of life that's coming along. All right. Yeah. Joe, hang tight. We'll come right back. Take your call. Give you plenty of time. You're listening to Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.
6: Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where a reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender.
2: Paul Leuenberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy, but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Leuenberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Your company is bleeding time and money, and John Rush
0: will find those leaks. You're too stuck in day-to-day weeds to step back and see the big picture. You need a qualified, experienced business coach to take stock of your expenses and see where you and your employees are wasting time and money john firmly believes that every business owner needs a coach because you're too close to the situation to be objective email john now and make more money john at Rushtoreason.com: all
3: right fix it radio klz 560 myself dennis brewster joe joining us now on the phone joe welcome how are you sir
10: just I missed the first half of the show, John, because I was changing out all those switches and outlets that I told you about the other day. <laughs>
1: um,
10: but in the process, it reminded me of a little tip for homeowners. When you're changing out an outlet, you typically have either a black wire and a white wire or a red wire and a white wire. And your, and your outlet is going to have a little, a, a little slot and a large slot. And most people can't figure out or, or they don't pay attention when and they, and they, and they get the new outlet and which, which wire goes to which slot. And there's an easy way to tell. Do you know what it is? No. The um, the white wire, which is the neutral or the mm-hmm. return, is always connected to the side that has the larger slot. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: The, the wider the wider blade. Yes, yes, yes. The, Sorry, the, I wasn't wider, following you there.
10: Yeah. yeah, the the wider blade because and the logic is, you always want the return to be able to carry more the bigger load current right more more current than right. the supply. You never want the supply to be sized larger than the return
3: it's like having a bigger drain than what your water faucet coming in is
10: yeah Ex- exactly so um so if you're changing out an outlet and you didn't pay attention or you're not sure which wire goes where the white wire always goes to the white to the side that has the wider uh, blade slot on it not the skinny the black wire or the red wire always goes to the skinny slide
3: skinny slide yep yep that's a good way of doing it Did you get all those changed out by the way you had a lot of work to do there
10: I did. I, I just finished. I did uh, two yesterday, and I did it. And it wasn't. It, it was um, not just the outlets. It was also the switch plates. So I did. So in some of these bathrooms, I had triple gang switches and double gang switches. So I did two yesterday and just finished up the other three this morning. Other. So I think I'm done for. Till she finds something else she thinks needs to be upgraded.
4: <laughs> you know, and Joe, something on those those outlets. One thing is, is some of them come where you could just plug them in the back. That's yep. not recommended to do because that's where they usually burn. Um, Correct. They'll yeah, have a short. I, I, yeah, I'll, yeah. You yeah. should
3: put them on the screws. On
4: the screws. Yes. yes.
10: Well, there is actually a variation, uh, and that that is where you push the straight wire into a hole in the back, but it's then clamped down by the screw, which nice. I find easier. Nice. Uh, I, you know, sometimes trying to wrap it around, you know, curl it around the screw head, and then uh, so there is one where you put the, the the straight wire in the back of the receptacle. But then you clamp down on it by tightening the screw on the side, and those are, I find, a you know, much better than the spring-loaded, where it just catches with a you know
4: little spring.
3: Yeah, pilot. the ones where they just catch, I, what I find is they tend to get loose.
4: And and they They do. they, they right. build up resistance yep. and then they melt down. Yeah. Right, but the ones where you push
10: it in and then clamp it down by tightening the side screw. You know, I think are just fine. I actually prefer those to the where you have to the ones where you have to wrap the wire around the head of the screw. And of course, some people don't know that it, ma- it matters which way you wrap that wire. Of you course, always wanna...
3: yeah, you have to go into the screw, not yes. away from it.
10: Yeah. Right. You always want to twist. You always want to curve the wire so that the twisting of the screw tightens it and not yep. untightens yeah. it.
3: Yeah. They make a really. You know, Klein makes a great screwdriver for that. You know.
10: Yeah. Is it, what's, what's special about the Klein screwdriver? So
3: Klein makes a screwdriver where it's a Phillips screwdriver, but it has a little teeny post at the base of the handle of the screwdriver, Joe. So all you do is you put yeah. the wire in that, and then you just turn the screwdriver ever so slightly. It makes your twist, and yeah. you slip it makes in and go. It makes a perfect little loop. It makes a perfect little loop, and away yeah. you wow.
10: go. Yeah, I've got to, got to get me one of those. There you go. Know,
3: Klein, just for everybody listening, to, by the way, when, as far as around, you know, Snap on is king when it comes to the you know, automotive, auto, automotive end yeah. of things. Klein, Klein is the king when it comes to the, the electricians and homeowners, yeah. you know, end of things. Yeah. They make some great stuff.
10: Yeah. Well, I've got to go over and pick up a, a I've got one more to do, which is a GFI outlet, which wasn't color-coked coordinated so i now have to go pick up a color yeah
3: you know and that and that screwdriver I just mentioned joe it's really it's a great thing just to have around in case you've yeah. got one you know maybe you've got an outlet where you don't have any choice but to put the twisted you know the, the loop wire i guess is what i'm trying right. to say you know you at the end of the wire right, so everybody listening head, understands right. it's nice just to have one of those kicking around just so if you ever have to do that you can i mean yeah, needle nose right. pliers kind of does the same thing but man this makes it really fast
4: well so does the right. side cutters though. right the ones you, they thing. have a little hole in them right. And you just twist it, right? Same
3: deal. Yeah. But e- e- either, I mean, there's no, numerous tools, but yeah. the, Klein, the Klein screwdriver with all that built in really works well. <laughs> it does. It's pretty slick.
4: Yeah.
10: I'm going to have to go look for those. And by the way, I've never seen a toggle switch that has a push uh, a push in. Uh, I have not either,
3: to be honest with you. Th- Every one I've ever used has the loops. Yeah. You know, has it has screws. It
10: has the screw loops, right. Yeah. I've only seen on the duplex, and again, there's three types screw head only, uh, spring loaded push clamp. And then the other type I mentioned, which is push in and tighten and clamp down on it by tightening the side so, screw.
3: So are you as anal as me when it comes to buying those things and making sure you buy, like, the best quality one? Because there's some cheesy yeah. switches yeah. and I don't go outlets out there.
10: You know, I'm I'm only, you know, the stuff I buy is Eaton, uh, yeah. which is a pretty good name. Leviton's good stuff, in too. In, yeah. Me- yeah, Eaton, it's well-engineered, but even there it says made in Mexico.
3: Yeah, got it.
10: Yeah. I know that. Got it. But, but it's a well-engineered piece of equipment. So nice. That's all
3: I can say nice. about it. Joe, good stuff. Appreciate it very much. We'll take our next caller here in a moment. And yes, folks, uh, most of what I just said, by the way, you can buy at most of your bigger stores, or of course Amazon and things like that. You will not find that though at the automotive, you know, yeah. NAPAs and so on. Yeah. You've got to get to the other end of the spectrum to make that happen. Jim in Wellington is next. Jim, welcome.
1: Morning. How are you guys? Good, Joe? sir. Thanks, Jim. Doing good. Yes. Hey, I've listened to uh, all of your shows over the years, and uh, a uh, light duty. Uh, mechanic for 35 years. I'm a heavy-duty truck mechanic now, but I'm also a licensed real estate broker. Oh, nice. So I would like to uh, clarify a few things that you were talking about. And, and everything you said is true. Don't get me wrong there. But there's a couple of things that people don't realize is in Colorado, everyone that gets licensed is a uh, real estate broker. In order true. to be a real True. Yeah. In order to be a realtor, you have to join the National Board of Realtors. So it's just like ASE mechanics, right? Like that. What, right. When you join, that makes you a realtor. So basically, it's it's a uh, group that you join. You adhere to uh, a certain standards and practices um, and stuff like that to become get the designation as realtor. But in Colorado, we're we real estate brokers, and then there's three. Types of brokers. There's a buyer's broker, a seller's broker, and then a transaction broker. And you can do, I can do all three. Depends on the trans transaction that you're doing. So if I list a house, I'm a listing broker. If someone sees my sign in that yard and comes and calls me and then wants to make an offer on that house, and they're not working with somebody, and they say, "Well, we'll just use you." By law, by Colorado law, I have to switch to a transaction. That's broker. right,
3: you're a transaction, because you're doing both sides.
1: So I'm doing both sides, so I can't not necessarily be an advocate for one. I'm more of a paper pusher. I can answer some questions, but I right. can't advocate right. either so, side. So,
3: and Jim, since you're on right now with us, and I appreciate you, you joining, do you see a trend – as to what I said earlier, to where you know the six, seven percent, you know, fees on the on the real estate end of things. Do you see that changing with all of the new modern technologies and different things we have? Do you see that changing?
1: It's already changing. I mean, um, uh, all all commissions are negotiable. Everyone needs to know that when you list your house with a uh, uh,
3: great point, by, by the broker, way, Great point.
1: Yeah, you negotiate what the commissions will be. Uh, in my brokerage we offer no matter what we offer the selling agent so if I list the house whoever brings the buyer is considered the selling agent we have a standard um, percentage that we offer that agent no matter what so then basically what we're negotiating with the person who's listing the house is our commission right so because we don't want to undercut you know, we, we don't want to make it look bad so the house is not getting used. okay? So we offer kind of a higher um, a commission to the person who's going to bring a, a buyer. But that's changing. Everything's changing. I think it is, it's, too,
3: Jim. Splits. No, I, you are.
1: The, the splits are changing. I, yes, it, it is. You know, Prices of houses are so crazy. That's right. It really kind of needs to. It really. I agree with you. Thank
3: you, Jim. You're, yeah. you're basically, you know, you're kind of yeah. reiterating what I said earlier. And yeah, I, I do. I, I think it's high time. Just like other industries have had to change with the times, I think the real estate world, and you're you're really proving the point. It, it's high time it started making some change. I mean, you take a, any more an average in this area of you know six seven hundred thousand dollars and paying somebody seven percent to sell it, I think is outlandish.
1: Well, and. and the United States is still one of the only countries that the seller pays. I mean, it's it's also gonna it's also gonna go to where the buyer pays, the seller pays. They'll probably split commissions somehow, stuff like that. Got as it. Well. Makes sense. Um, also, also what people don't realize is when a home, uh, and here's here's where the for sale by owner gets a little sticky. National averages for sale by owner, even if you pay commissions you make about 13% average more money if you use a realtor to sell your home because you can get it marketed better home.
3: i assume is that right jim
1: yeah and you negotiate right. and and you you but, but what people don't realize is appraisals in the united states are done on commissions so the commissions are taking into account when the house is appraised hmm. so if if the, and the appraisal the appraisal person knows if there's commissions or not, it's listed on on the information. So if there isn't a commission one way or the other, that house may not appraised. Oh. for what the neighbor's house that would be similar is.
3: Jim, do do this for so, me. We're running out of time, top of the hour. Send me an email. I'd love to have you back yeah. on or we can talk a little bit more about this in the future. This would be a great conversation. Yeah. I'd love to just sure. schedule a time yeah. where you know you can come on and we can chat more. Send me an email if yeah. you would, please, Jim. I would appreciate that very much. And just send that to john at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com, whatever. You guys all know how to get a hold of me. It's really easy. Just J-O-H-N at fixitradio.com. That's it for the show today. Thank you, Dennis, as always. I appreciate it. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. If you're listening to us on Tuesday, thank you for that as well. This is KLZ 560.